Has anyone ever asked you, are you saved? Probably. Today from the letter of St. Paul to Today, from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, he says, Our salvation is nearer than when we came to believe. We often use the word salvation, but we don't often ask, well, what does it mean? Salvation is not a moment. It is a journey. In our daily life, we see aspects of salvation when we see and are grateful for God's gifts and blessings in our life. When Mary and Joseph, when Mary and Joseph brought Jesus into the temple, Saint Simeon looked at Jesus and said, "My eyes have seen your salvation." He said this because he saw the one who was the salvation of the world. We begin our salvation here on earth through a definite commitment to faith. We may have many blessings around us, but salvation begins when we appreciate that those blessings are all from God. We as Catholics do not believe that being saved is a one-time event, but we do believe that we all need to make an active commitment to faith. Baptism is the beginning of the journey, but baptism is not enough. Baptism does not make us a Christian. It is only the entry into the life of faith because faith is not a conveyor belt. We will not grow in our faith automatically, accidentally, or against our will. St. Augustine said, God created you without your co cooperation, but he won't save you without your cooperation. Tomorrow is the first day of Lent. Lent is a short journey that should remind us of our longer life journey of faith. We started our faith journey at baptism, but if we have not progressed spiritually since that day, then we are still spiritual children. When we were baptized, someone brought us to church, but as we begin this journey of Lent, let us remind us ourselves to bring ourselves to church and to make an active commitment to faith every Sunday and also every single day. Take some time today to renew your commitment to Christ. Speak with Jesus as if he is your friend because he is your friend. We are truly on the road of salvation when throughout our day we tell God, I love you. I thank you. I give my life to you. I am open to your word in my life. I want to live according to your will. In order to grow in faith, we need to use active language in our personal conversation with God and not assume we are already saved or that this has already happened by what we have said or done sometime in the past. For example, when the Archangel Gabriel told Mary that God chose her to be the mother of Jesus, the Messiah, Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your will. Mary 
clearly proclaim that she is the servant of the Lord and that she is willing to move in whatever direction God is pointing her. Regardless of our age, we should all repeat this every single day. Before we think of what we want to do with our lives, whether in regards to school, professions, family life, or business plans, we should first clearly tell God that all these things are secondary to doing His will. Another example of active language is the dialogue that Jesus had with the man whose son was sick. Jesus said to him, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. When we remind ourselves that we are on a journey of faith, we set aside all our expectations of perfection. If we have a hard time understanding aspects of our faith, we also need to be honest with God. It is not wrong for us to say, I believe, but help my unbelief. It is only when we admit our weaknesses before God that we begin to be open to grow spiritually. I encourage everyone here to make some statement of faith today that reflects that Jesus is at the center of our lives and is at the center of everything we are doing. Tell Jesus where you are. I love my faith. I have made some mistakes, but I'm trying to pray. And tell Jesus where you want to be. I want my life to be more focused on you. I want to have strength to stand up for my faith, but I also want your help. An active commitment of faith and a regular renewal of that commitment makes sure that we are moving beyond the faith we had in our baby stage. We all need to ask ourselves, what stage on the journey of faith am I now on? If we are not praying, if we are not reading the Bible, if we are not doing something spiritual in our life, then we are not actively growing in our faith. Lent is a great time to remind ourselves of this daily journey. Fasting is intended to remind us that this journey is not easy. There are inconveniences along this journey of faith, but these are meant to help us grow. The life of all Olympic gold medal athletes is full of inconveniences. They have to wake up early, earlier than others, they have to train longer than others, and they have to follow a special diet. If they cannot handle these inconveniences, then they will not grow in speed, in strength, or in talent. Our spiritual life is very much like that. We need to remind ourselves that every physical inconvenience of Lent is for a greater spiritual good. When we inconvenience ourselves by not eating a certain kind of food, we strengthen our ability to make better decisions. We strengthen our self-control. And we strengthen our consciousness on our total and absolute and daily dependence on God. Proof that we need this is that too often those who say they believe in Jesus are not living a life that is any different than those who do not. 
Today, in the midst of a multitude and abundance of movies, TV programs, advertisements, videos, and entertainers who present many messages that are clearly contrary to our faith, fasting is even more important than, ever, than it has ever been. To wake us up, to be conscious of the things we are looking at, the things we are viewing, and the things we are spending time with. Fasting from food is only the first stage that leads us to spiritual growth by fasting our eyes, fasting our mouth, fasting our emotions, and fasting any attachments or desires we have for things that are not fitting for a follower of Christ. Our salvation is nearer than when we came to believe, tells us St. Paul in his letter to the Romans. Well, how much nearer is our salvation today than when we first believed? How much nearer do we want to be to Jesus by Easter? We will only be as near as we want to be and as near as we make our commitments to be every single day. These upcoming weeks are a perfect time to set clear spiritual goals and to purposefully and consistently work towards them.